Rappin' with Rico and former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor, Nebraska Football Hall of Famer. Blitz is on. Taylor picks it up. Fires. Touchdown, Nebraska. Canadian Football League Grey Cup champion. Taylor again. Wide open. And first-team All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. Five for Steve Taylor. That is a new Nebraska record. Two-time Nebraska High School track and field state runner-up and two-time captain for the University of Nebraska Kearney track and field team, Enrique Alvarez-Clary, better known as Rico. Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Rappin' with Rico and former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. Welcome in, everyone. Happy Wednesday, halfway through the week, a couple days removed from another heartbreaking loss for the Nebraska Cornhusker football team. But it's okay because they got another chance this Saturday. Welcome in. This is Rapoon with Rico and former Husker All-American quarterback Steve Taylor on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Join us. Join us on the Sarder Heyman Jewelers live video stream, yes, Facebook, yes. YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and yes. be a part of the show on the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. We want you guys to participate in the show because we've got uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna probe Steve's brain today and see always, get, get his always. get his reactions, his his immediate thoughts, and a couple days removed thoughts from the Nebraska loss to the Colorado Buffaloes and what his thoughts are coming up next. The third game for for Matt Rule and his crew, uh, their first home game in Memorial Stadium up against the Northern Illinois Huskies. Steve, Huskies. how you doing today? Dude, I'm good, man. I've, I've never been better. Life is good. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know how life can be so good in the real estate market is the way it is, but <laughs> it's good. But you're living a good life. I'm good. You're out here. So having, before having we start, I need to know what were your main events? The 100, 200, court, what? I, I ran hurdles. We ran hurdles. Yes, I was a hurdler. One tens and three hundreds, and I also long jumped. And I, I did. Dude, anyth- you're like you're like you're like five what? Five. And I'm five five. five. And you ran the hurdles? Yeah. Okay. Anything. <laughs> so from the four hundred on down, I did. Yeah. Okay. That sweet. was four hundred on down. So I did the four, two, one, one tens, three hundred hurdles. I long jumped. I I was on the four by one. I was on the four by four. I did I did all that. Dude, that's brave to do the hurdles. I tried that. It's fun. I love it. it. No, it's, you have to break. I love it. You have to have a couple screws loose. Yeah, you do. That's that's kind you of do. a part of it. But you're good. I appreciate that. It was a, it was a blast. I didn't get. I did it for a little bit in college, and my coach yeah. was like, "Yeah, no, you're too short." To no, do I this. tried that so. in junior high school. I just tried it, and I'm like, "That's not." Uh, that was the only reason I started doing it was because in junior high, <laughs> yeah. uh, we didn't have anybody to do it, and the coach okay. was like, "Does anybody want to try out?" And me and like a couple of guys tried it, and they're like, "Yeah, you guys are pretty good. You're gonna do it now." No. No, so I, went, I just stuck with it. I have. I, I was. I was a tracker growing up back in the day. I went to the Junior Olympics in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the quarter. I'm in the four forty. Nice, nice. Yeah, but anyway, I went to, that was my first. That was how I got out of the state for like the first time. I went to to Sacramento for my first mm. uh, Junior Olympics. So we went to okay. Wichita. Yep. and went to Morgan State out in Baltimore. Got it. Okay, so the hurdles. Yes. You got to be tough to do that. This is, yeah, it was this close to to being an All American. In, uh, hey, in the Junior good. Olympics. That's but, good. You know, didn't get it. That was close. That's it was good. almost there. Sweet. But uh, I want to get your, what, <laughs> your, 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 you know, we're not going to talk about track right now. We're going to talk about, <laughs> we're going to talk about Nebraska football. Of course. Right? I want to know your, what were your immediate reactions? Immediate reactions. Imme- what was your immediate feeling <laughs> after the Colorado game ended, after the Nebraska Colorado game ceased 
and the and the and the Buffalo fans were storming the field after beating uh, an zero and one Nebraska, not ranked. You know, only four wins the year before Nebraska team. Well, well first of all, I've saved myself the agony of defeat. Right, mm-hmm. I left after the second half. Were you there? No, no, oh, no okay. of course not. No, no, no. Uh, so I left after the second half when we had the turnover. Mm-hmm. Right, I was I was livid, and I was like I was golfing the next day. So I said I got a rental property. So I said, you know, I'm just gonna go over there and I'm gonna mow the lawn, <laughs> <laughs> so get get something positive. Yep. So I left after that, and I catch the rest, you know, on highlights or whatnot because. That was a game right there, right? I was so upset about it, disappointed, because um, we could have we could have made it closer. But anyway, so I just went and mowed the line, man. So my immediate thoughts were, I was just I was just done. Was just, I'm just tired of seeing the same old stuff over and over again. And um, we got to make some changes. We got to do some things. We got to make some changes, and it's going to take some time to do that. So, so that's what I'm glad the show is on Wednesday because I had a couple <laughs> of days to calm down, to look at it. Mm-hmm. I was really impressed with the defense. I mean, the first half, but then they just got on the field too much, right? Mm-hmm. So that was a really good positive thing that came out of the game was the defense. I mean, I, I think they were around the ball. They're making some plays, doing some things. So, but my immediate reaction was, you know, here we go again. Um, you and everyone else. No, it's just, it's just that, you know, when you know as a player that we just don't match up. We just don't have the talent. Mm-hmm. I don't care how you look at it, how you try to – you know, persuade yourself. And I, I told my wife, I said, the state of Nebraska, is just, they're just in denial. When I'm golfing with players, I'm golfing with guys, and they're talking about the Huskers, this, 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 and that. I'm like, you guys are just in denial, man. It's like anything else. When you're an alcoholic, you have to admit, when you're going through recovery, you have to admit that you're an alcoholic before you can get better, right? Mm-hmm. And this state of Nebraska refuses to do that. This is tough love. This is a tough love show. I'm going to tell you the truth, tell you like I see it and what I know. But my, my, my experiences and all that kind of stuff. So That's what we want. We're in denial. And uh, we need to do some things that are going to be different, that makes people uncomfortable, and that they don't want to hear. But in order to get to where Nebraska wants to get to, mm-hmm. they're going to have to do it. Otherwise, first of all, we're already left in the dust. That's where we are. Yeah. And we're going to continue to decline if we don't make these changes and do these things. So we're going to see what's going to happen in the next couple of years. So mm-hmm. – but my immediate reaction was that, you know, we, we just don't have the players. Mm-hmm. We do not have the players. Um, so that's the bottom line. Like you said, the defense played well for, for the first half and for parts of the second half, although Colorado's offense finally got their footing, got their feet under them and started scoring. You know, it, not at will, but scoring no, at, a, at a high rate no, in the I, second half. I, I told my wife this. I said, let me tell you, Steph. I said, we knew that teams were going to play us tough the first quarter or two. Even if it was the Missouri's, the Iowa State's, or whomever it was, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to play you tough for the first quarter or two. But in the end, we're going to show our dominance. We're going to be more physical. We're going to be stronger. And we're going to be better. And you're going to see. So when I, those, those five or 10 yard runs are going to be 15, 20 yard runs. You're just going to wear your opponent down. So I knew that was going to happen, right? Um, so. That was our mentality when I played, and that's that's what's in, that's it, football in general. It doesn't make Nebraska any special, but that's what good teams do. They're going to wear you down for four quarters, mm-hmm. and they're going to make plays. You got to make plays. Even when I'm golfing, I'm like, I got to make a play. I got to make a putt. I got to make a great approach shot. I got to get a drive. I got to make a play. Otherwise, I'm not going to win. So it's the same thing, and we lack playmakers. That's what we lack. We lack playmakers. So on both sides of the football. Mm-hmm. 
I'm happy with our coaching staff. I think they're good enough that they can hopefully recruit. I know they can coach. Mm. And if we get the players, that we will have a chance to be competitive in the Big Ten eventually. Mm -hmm. But they have a tall task in front of them, and I can go on on about what that task is. But uh, that's what that's what we like. We just like the playmakers. Mm-hmm. Now it's not to say that Nebraska is elite on any side of the ball, but the defense is definitely the better side of the ball for Nebraska right now with Tony well, White leading see, that three three five. But the, but the problem is you have you to can be have, elite. You can have a a very good defense, but if your offense is playing the way that they currently are at a very subpar level, it doesn't matter how good your defense is if you can't score the ball. If your defense isn't gonna, let's put it this way: Iowa last year terrible offense their defense was at least scoring the ball not only were they elite at stopping teams <laughs> okay. they were scoring okay. and able to and able yeah. to build and keep a lead themselves okay nebraska what? doesn't have that because they don't like you said they don't have the playmakers on that yeah. side of the ball to to force a fumble pick it up and score to to get an interception and run it back for six but see, they here, have here, guys here. who can make plays and and they're they're very good at swarming this is something that we hadn't seen in years past they're very good at swarming to the ball and making tackles but like you said, there's not playmakers who are going to take the ball and score on their own because the offense right now, as it is right now, is inept. See, what what you just said is precisely my point. You mentioned Iowa, good, solid defense. Mm-hmm. Let's throw Wisconsin in there, mm-hmm. good, solid defense. That formula is not going to work in today's football. Their offenses are inept. They can't score points, right? Yeah. Even if that's their philosophy. Let's have a great defense. Let's have a a conservative offense. Let's not turn the football over. Let's just hold on to the ball. Let's hold on to the ball. Which I think we could do better at. And where does that get you, Husker Nation? Where does that get you? I don't want to be Iowa. I don't even want to be Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Ever. Never. Right? So that formula is out the door. You need playmakers on the football field offensively and defensively. If you don't have that, you're not going to have the chance to compete for conference championships and national championships. You're going to win eight or nine games a year mm-hmm. and go to some bowl game, which no one wants to go to anymore. They'll go to the be- foster farm. Because it's all about the playoffs now. Yep. Unfortunately, that's what college football is. It's a minor NFL because that's all that matters now. No one cares about the bowl games unless you're in the playoffs, mm-hmm. which is a legitimate bowl game, Sugar Bowl, Fiesta, Orange Bowl, those type of bowl games that have the titles, right? That's where we are. That is the reality. That's the reality, mm-hmm. right? College football has changed from consecutive bowl games, blah, 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 blah. Now it's all about winning a big one. And you either have to get in the game or you're going to get left behind. Mm-hmm. And that's where we are. Now I would say with the expansion of the playoff to 12 teams – that's going to help. That's going to help the cost. You could win nine games and get into the playoff. Agreed. Now, you'll Agreed. be in a lot of trouble because you'll be a lower seed no. going against those higher seeds. But you will But have at a least chance. you'll have a chance. That's You know what that is? That is the wild card. Mm-hmm. When you see in the NFL and you see the wild card, the wild card is going to go to the team that makes it to the championship game that fails. Or the teams that play in the championship game in their conference, mm-hmm. in their conference and lose, will be a wild card contender. That's how this is going to shape up in the next two to three years. It's either going to it's going to expand from twelve to whatever. It's Think going, there's more expansion. Oh yeah, it's, it's going to happen. It has to. It is a money thing. It, it's and a money more thing. More teams, and the more money. It's going to happen, and we got the time and everything. To do. That's what's going to happen. That's where we are. That's the evolution of college football. 
So you need to have that in your mindset Mm -hmm. and be ready for that. So if we can win eight or nine games and play – Win, our, win your conference championship or run up in your conference conference championship, you may have a chance. I'm talking five, six, seven years from now. Yeah. But right now, if you – and that, that's been proven here, that you cannot win your conference like TCU last year mm-hmm. and still go to the championship, still have a chance in the playoffs. I mean, the, the first year, like the second – one of the first couple of years of the playoff, Alabama won the national championship, yes. didn't win the SEC. Exactly. So that's what you're going to see. Just like last year when uh, Kansas State beat – they may get an automatic big to go to the playoffs once we get further down the line. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to see happen in collegiate sports, in football. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that I, I, I do like that a conference champion just gets that immediate bid into the playoff, and then maybe you get that runner-up as a wild card so, as well. But. And so that's why I say you have to be at least at least an eight- or nine-win season. Mm-hmm. Six to seven wins – Gets you nothing. That's not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. So who cares? That'll get you the pinstripe bowl. Yeah. And and, and if I'm a player right now and I got an NFL future or whatever, I'm like, I'm not playing in that game. Yeah. With NIL. You're going to see see a lot more. I'm not playing in that game. I'm I'm, going to rest. I'm going to get healthy. Get, you know, work. good. Just work out and get ready for the draft. Get ready for the combine. Exactly. And And you're going to see teams, colleges vote not to go because they're losing money. There's a lot more money in the playoffs. Exactly. That makes sense. Okay. So. Going off the playoff talk, before we yeah. get to a break, I want to ask you two more two questions. You got it. Shoot. What? And this, I'm just going to stick on the offense because the defense yeah. we both agree did. <laughs> Are we going to talk did, about it? Okay. Good. Good enough. Um, on the offensive side, and this, th- <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be easy for you. What did it's you easy. see that you liked? What did I see that I liked? I told you it's, gonna, it's not going to be easy. <laughs> I think I like. Initially, we tried to rush the football with the running back consistently. Mm-hmm. I did like that. We tried to get him involved because I'm thinking those holes could get better, bigger, and those four, five, six yards of carry can be 10, 12, 13, 15. And if you got some speed that a guy can go to the distance, it could be a touchdown. I did like that offensively. Mm-hmm. Other than that, there wasn't too much. We didn't stretch the field vertically. You know, you could have scored the touchdown that Sims run. That hole was big. It was a quarterback <laughs> draw. Didn't get touched. I think I'm still fast enough. You, you, you I would have had to. There. I would have I mean, had to so that, sit for that, the rest was, of the quarter. I mean, that, that, yeah, but that, that, that was that was that. You know, but um, offensively, that's about it. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not being negative. Mm-hmm. I'm not being negative. I'm just calling it like I see it. Right. I was really impressed with the defense and how they played the first. They were swarming the football. They were around there. They were in position. Uh, White was mixing it up with his with his blitzes, his mm-hmm. stunts, secondary blitzes, halfback Eight blitzes, sacks. corner blitzes. I mean, he was applying pressure. Uh, he was throwing the quarterback off rhythm. We did some really good things defensively. So I was really pleased to see that. And that's working with the talent that he has to work with. Mm-hmm. Imagine having some playmakers in that talent. Well, I mean, you have the, the. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not dogging the play. I'm saying, just ha- imagine if he had some all conference guys, all American guys, mm-hmm. contenders making some plays. That that I can that I can see down the line, and that I was really encouraged by that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had the freshman number eleven, Cam Lenhart, yes. out there make two sacks, making yes. some plays out there. That's that bodes well for the future. I think, I think White. I think Coach White did a great job with his game plan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I, t- I told Steph, I told my wife, we watched the game because I said I, I was pleased with it. I mean, he was mixing it up. And and he had he had Sanders, you know, thinking about stuff. He was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. He was uncomfortable, you know. So that was good. That showed me a lot. That man, this we could grow into something. We could grow into something. So that was and, very. I was very pleased with that. And then, so in the next segment, we're going to talk about yes. quarterback play. So <laughs> outside of the quarterback, 
what was the thing that you saw that you're like, this needs to be fixed immediately? Okay. You can't fix it. The only way you can fix it, you got to go get, you got to get playmakers. You can't make someone faster. You know that, right? Yeah. You can't make someone faster. That's something you can't, you can't um, coach speed. Someone that's prone to turn the ball, ball over, they're going to turn it over. Mm-hmm. That's just what they do. That's their history. Right? Um, now, they can be more mindful with the football and take less, take less risk with the football. You can, you can improve in that manner. Better decision making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but some of those things are textbook. My wife was telling me some of those things are textbook. Like, you know, when you're a quarterback, you're the general out there. You're controlling the motions. You got to know when to snap the ball, when not to snap the ball. You got to know when a guy let him clear the path mm-hmm. so you can see the football. Those are just little simple things that just, that just happen with, with quarterbacking and developing. That's what you're doing. And you cannot have those type of mistakes. You know, and Sims is not a freshman. If he was a freshman, I may give him a pass. Mm-hmm. But he's a, he's a third, fourth-year guy, right? Yes. He's been on the center quite a bit. And he's had pretty much 100% of these snaps. He's been a sporadic – he was a sporadic so, starter at Georgia Tech so for that's, three years. So that's who he is is who he is, you know. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. So um, – he just needs to be more mindful with what he's doing and 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 take care of the football and secure the football. And it's, it's, it, it's the most important part. It's the most important part. Of, it's a huge thing of quarterbacking is taking care of the football. And so much is on you nowadays that that's what you have to do. So mm-hmm. you, you need someone that can do that. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 I wouldn't say it's a lot to ask for because, again, it's the most important part. It should be the, no, the, see, thing, just, that you, the thing that you are – the most proficient at is just making sure that you hold on to the football. That's like the first first yeah. thing. You know, you get hit hard, you fumble. You know, you, you're running and, and the ball. I mean, someone hits you from behind and you fumble. I, I they're making cer- a play on the ball. There's certain things I, I I'm okay with, but just simple things that you're just dropping the football in a shotgun can't happen. Mm-hmm. That's like having a two foot putt or a one foot putt. You can't miss it, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> you just you cannot make those type of mistakes and be good. And especially when you're not very good anyway, it's hard to overcome three or four or five turnovers. Yeah. Hard to do. We'll get a little bit more into the quarterback talk and, and what might have to change or what we want to see going up against Northern Illinois for Nebraska this coming week. Up next, next segment, uh, Rapping with Rico and former Husker All-American quarterback Steve Taylor coming at you, uh, 93.7 The Ticket.